When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up in War Eagle War Report family? It's your guy Ike Jones. We are back with another morning drop. Today we are reacting, as always, to Coach Hugh Freeze's Monday morning presser regarding the New Mexico State game this time. Let's get straight to it. Y'all know how we do War Report style. Let's drop it on. Morning drop. It is Tuesday, November 14th. You got Ike Jones rocking solo this morning, talking a little bit more Auburn football. Appreciate everybody for dropping in with me today. Hopefully everybody is having a good start to their Tuesday morning. If you're listening to this on pod, of course, it's a Wednesday for you. Uh, at any rate, Hopefully you guys will do me a favor and do the necessary, and that is share this video out there on social media, text it to somebody, email it to somebody, let them know the war report is on. Let's get in here and have a little conversation this morning about Auburn football reacting to the press conference from Coach Hugh Freeze. Also, greatly appreciate if you're watching this video live or you're re-watching it later, go ahead and give us a thumbs up on that video. Subscribe to the channel if you have not already. And if you are out there in the land of podcasts, go ahead and share that pod. Give us that five-star review. All of those things are always appreciated. Thank you so much to everybody, again, who is dropping in. But you got Ike Jones this morning. Coach Freeze addressed the media as typical on a Monday talking a little bit about the New Mexico State game coming up. And his words really were what you expect to hear from a coach going into a game that is preceding the biggest game on the schedule as far as a rivalry is concerned with Auburn and Alabama coming up. But he talked about making sure that they were staying locked in and focused on the next game. Before we get into all of that, though, um, Congratulations to Coach Hugh Freeze, second, uh, t- a two-time grandfather right now. They had uh, another member of the Freeze family join us here. In uh, We definitely want to give congratulations to he and his family on that. Um, but moving on from that aside, yeah, Coach Freeze was, um, of course, in good spirits again. Your team gets a big W. He said that um, he feels as if this was the biggest win that he remembers being a part of as far as a road SEC win. Uh, Recall something like that happening in conference at Liberty, but never in the SEC. So was surprised to be able to see 
um, what happened in that game as far as the final outcome. You know, I too was surprised. I don't I don't know anybody who is not just in full book mode that was out here predicting Auburn to absolutely obliterate um, Arkansas. And if anybody thinks that that was not a total deconstruction of a team, I don't know what game you were watching. But uh, yeah, it was surprising. Coach Freeze was surprised. I think it was a good thing to see the momentum continue for the offense in that game. Um, but definitely some things that we need to make sure that we are focused on. Uh, talking Coach Freeze saying they need to focus on for New Mexico State, not looking past them, realizing that he said before, that stuff like this, he's been bitten by in the past where teams have not been focused coming into a game that everybody expects him to win. And then they go out there and lay an egg. So um, definitely want to start by hearing him talk about that in specific, uh, referencing that they're not looking ahead past New Mexico State. They are squarely focused on the challenge that's in front of them. So let's hear his comments there. Uh, you know, it's going to test our maturity. We'll talk about it today in our team meeting, and that'll be my message is um, we won't talk about the other team that you mentioned. We'll, we'll talk about the one we have right on in front of us that can sting us, and I've experienced that before. And um, we, we need to continue getting better. We still have a lot of things we can improve on. And so that will be the challenge, and the, and the message is, you know, how will we choose to handle this week? And starts with today and then Tuesday. Um, there's a reason we've had some success. Um, there's a lot of factors that, that go into having success, but one of them is the way they've approached work on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, so we better not change that. So a couple of things that I want to highlight from what Coach Free said there. First and foremost, when the uh, reporter asked him about how does he keep his team focused this week, uh, knowing that they have the Iron Bowl coming up the week after, he said, uh, we're not going to you know, focus on that team that you mentioned. I love that. That's just like a subtle, like, look, man, we're not even talking about those guys over there. He already understands uh, what it is when it comes to, to that team across the state. And, you know, hey, I, I love the way that he phrased that. Uh, but, again, focused on the fact that he said, and I agree, there are things that we need to get better at as a team. Auburn has some deficiencies that they need to shore up. And, you know, though they have not stung them in any of the last three games, we got to clean up the drops, we got to clean up the turnovers, and we got to clean up some of the, the, just the silly mistakes that are happening. I don't think that, there is a single, I can't recall a forced error that Auburn has had in the last three weeks. Everything that has happened in the last three games that has been a negative for Auburn has been something Auburn has done to themselves. The interceptions that happened uh, last week, bad throws by the quarterback, bad decisions. Uh, the interception that happened against Vanderbilt, bad decision, bad throw by the quarterback, the drops. Uh, very few of those were contested catches that receivers just didn't come down with. They were just flat out drops and uh, lapses in concentration. Uh, you've had a couple of instances where guys just didn't execute blocks well, particularly he talked about that um, question was asked of him about the exterior blocking and how it's been good the last three weeks. And he's like, yeah, it has improved, except for Vanderbilt. We looked really bad in that game. Those games, I don't think that was so much defenders making great plays. That was guys not executing blocks well, right? So if you're going to be able to play 
mistake-free football, which, you know, it's impossible to have a perfect game, but if you're going to get close to mistake-free football, this is the week that you need to really flex that muscle and go out there and do it against a team. Because, and the reason why I say that, that this is the week is not because you're supposed to win the game. You are supposed to win the game, but the games that you're supposed to win are usually the ones where your concentration is not as high. And so you're not executing on the details. This is the week that you work on the mental focus portion of it because the physicality portion and the, the talent level, you're supposed to go out there and dominate that team. You need to continue to work on the small things. And that's what he talked about. The reason why he feels as if Auburn has done well the last three weeks is because they had good Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practices leading up to the game. They have to make sure they're continuing to do those things this week so that they can repeat those steps and get a W here on Saturday. Again, not looking past New Mexico State. That's, of course, what you want to hear your coach say. Hopefully the players are think thinking along those same lines and hopefully the coaching staff, he opened up talking about how um, this was going to be something he's going to lean on the leaders of the team to make sure that they are getting that message across. Yeah, you can preach it as a coaching staff and you can go in there and you can look at the tape and you can point out X, Y, Z. The leaders on the team need to make sure in their particular sphere of influence. And he talked about some of those leaders, like particularly on the defense, like Marcus Harris, who's a vocal leader. Keontae Scott, a very vocal leader out there, are doing what they need to do to make sure that their guys are locked in. So he's going to be leaning on those young men. He's designated leaders all season. They started with team captains, and then they got a group of people from every position group to come together, and they were part of the leadership council that they wanted to put together, this accountability group for the team. Those are the guys that need to go to their respective rooms and make sure people are locked in, uh, along with the position room coaches out there. So hopefully they are creating the kind of culture that doesn't allow for complacency in the midst of your success to allow you, because that's, that's the, that's the struggle with really championship caliber teams is not getting complacent because you've been successful. The expectation of you being great doesn't allow you to lose focus and then go out there and lay an egg. So looking forward to seeing how they respond this week, because that's going to be key in how they get playing forward into the Alabama game. Uh, moving on from that, a little earlier in the press conference, Coach Freeze was talking about the changes that are happening with the offense. And he feels as if the biggest change for the Auburn offense has been the confidence level. So we'll hear his comments here about playing with confidence. Well, it's really good just to see our kids play with confidence. I just I don't think you can be very good at anything if you don't have some confidence in what you're doing. And. You know, they, they seem to be a confident group right now that's excited about another opportunity. And, you know, I don't mean for this to sound um, anyway, but, uh, I mean, we could have put up a lot of numbers the other day, I think. And, I mean, they were good, but, I mean, we, we really started milking that clock about halfway through the third quarter and didn't throw it. Um, and And so... You know, I really wish I could have gotten hold of some throws in there, but you just want to you want to handle things the right way too when you do get those opportunities because I've been on the other side of that too. Um, but I do think our kids are starting to believe in in something and believe that we can, you know, score some points and it's they're playing us, you know, with some confidence. 
So uh, a little glimpse of the benevolent brother Hughes saying, hey, man, we actually, we could have put up more points against Arkansas. We could have probably, you know, gone out there and throw, throw 60 on them, which I absolutely believe. I don't think that that is hyperbole one bit from Coach Hugh Freeze. They did take their foot off the gas halfway through the third quarter and really just allowed the clock to run out on them. They weren't even really trying to throw the football later in the game, um, which uh, speak speak speaks to the dominance that the offensive line was able to produce because they were still able to move the ball uh, fairly efficiently without really attempting to throw the football. But, um, but yeah, he's talked about, you know, really feeling as if the team has started to play with a little bit more confidence, particularly on the offensive end. He's seeing them more confident in the game plan, seeing them go out there and execute the game plan more confidently. And I think, honestly, that's that's been the biggest difference is confidence in what the game plan is and then going out and executing confidently, knowing what it is that you need to do. And I think a lot of it has to do with the simplification, right? They haven't, uh, they've gone away from a lot of the, you know, option routes and things of that nature. They simplified the offense, which has allowed them to play faster um, and more confident in what's supposed to be happening out there. Uh, so hopefully they can continue to grow on that this week and install more confidence or instill, excuse me, more confidence in those players out there. Particularly, I think it's going to be important, and we'll get into this more a little bit when we talk about matchups tomorrow on the morning drop and the midweek rapport about needing the wide receiver room to get more confidence in whatever's happening with the pass game because the pass game has still looked a little bit like a work in progress between decision-making from the quarterback position and kind of late throws that are happening there and um, just confidence in who he's throwing to and the pass catchers not coming down with catches consistently. They need to build their confidence in that. Be interested to see whether or not this is going to be similar to like a Samford game plan where they come out uh, and try to throw the ball a lot just to get the muscle memory of having those routes run, or if they're just going to say, hey, let's go out and dominate early and then we'll work on the passing stuff later. I don't know, but it, it will be interesting. Or just, hey, we're going to execute a game plan that fits what we do um, and let New Mexico State adjust to that. If the throws are there, we'll go to them. If they're not, they're not. But we're just going to go out there and win the football game and not try to treat this like a practice and get stuff in until we've secured a victory. Um, he talked about wishing that he had gotten Holden Gurner some throws in that game. So that is indicative of a mindset of somebody who's saying, man, we could have gotten what we wanted to. I wish I'd have gotten him some game reps in there actually throwing the football. Um, so listen, absolute domination versus Arkansas. Looking forward to seeing more of that this week as they take on New Mexico State, who is a good team, by the way. New Mexico State out there playing for their already secured a spot in their conference championship. Um, I believe this is your first year in Conference USA already going to their conference championship. So congratulations to those young men for playing a good season so far. All right. It's enough of me talking. We are going to get into your questions and comments here. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. 
Now here's the rest of your morning drop. Drop! Uh, I am going to get over here and get to seeing what you all have been talking about this morning. As always, I appreciate you all dropping in with me. Get the conversation started here with Miller House, who says New Mexico State is also playing in their conference championship. Just talked about this. Uh, so this is not a team that Auburn should look past. They are a good group of five team a team that Coach Freeze is familiar with. They've, he's played against uh, New Mexico State, previously being at Liberty, having to play against them. Diego Pavia, the quarterback for New Mexico State, big arm kid who's athletic, can get out of um, the pocket and and do some damage with his legs, throwing on the run, all of those things. So it's going to – it's going. I think what I love about the slate of matchups that Auburn has had – leading up to the final game of the season in the Iron Bowl is that you have had some quarterbacks that can give you some of that dual threat stuff, right? Like you had Mike Wright in the Mississippi State game. Um, not as much. You, you didn't see him as much Walt Taylor there versus Vanderbilt and then KJ Jefferson. Now, that's not to say any of those quarterbacks are on the caliber of athleticism, you know, even going to Diego Pavia uh, with New Mexico State. I'm not trying to compare their athleticism and their prowess for playing football with a quarterback for the team across the state. But I am saying that you're getting some reps at seeing some guys who can be off schedule and make some plays and also be able to, with designed runs, be able to impact your defense. So looking forward to seeing how this Auburn defense builds week after week with having seen those a lot this season, honestly, with quarterbacks that are able to be dual in those ways. Um, and it's a unique challenge, which each of those being slightly different in the way that they utilize their athleticism. Uh, Dana Jones jumps in and says, New Mexico State shouldn't be a problem if we are focused. That's the big thing there. If you're focused, you have to come in and be focused in order to play a good football game against a good team and handle business. One thing I can say that I've appreciated about this Auburn team so far this year, from game one versus UMass to game three versus Samford, um, moving forward to this three-game stretch, the teams that Auburn has supposed to beat Auburn has beaten, right? Now, the the unfortunate portion and the portion of those of us in the fan base that like to book and, you know, project forward during the season is every team that you've been evenly matched with or you were not supposed to beat, and I'm not talking about what an ESPN FPI prediction or a Vegas prediction is because, you know, listen, Arkansas was favored in Vegas and in the FPI this past weekend. But the teams who you've been evenly and or they have overmatched you. You've not beaten any of those teams yet. So Auburn has done a good job of getting the W's that they were supposed to on this season, presenting a place where they could be a seven win team after this Saturday. Uh, so not extremely worried from that standpoint because they haven't shown themselves to be that type of team so far this season. However, you know, again, for, for them coming down the home stretch, mental fatigue is absolutely a thing for a team. And going through some highs of getting through this SEC stretch, um, winning games now, hopefully that confidence gets you um, to a place where you're able to come in and play confidently but still be focused, not overconfident, but uh, confident and focused enough to go out there and handle business. Uh, so looking forward to seeing how they are able to t tackle that mental challenge coming up this weekend. Uh, let's see. James Barnett says, Ike, can New Mexico State really beat us, though? I'm not trying to downplay them. They are good, but do we need an A game to beat them? Um, a game, no. Don't need an A game to beat them, but you, I don't think that you can bring your C game and walk out of there feeling good about what happened in that game. 
So you, I mean, you can win the football game, but here's the thing. I don't think that you want to just win, right? Like it's not about, let's just put out whatever we can and just get out of there with a win. I think you want to go out there and be dominant in a game. So go and use your A game and go dominate a team so that you have an opportunity to get some reps for your backup quarterback, to get some reps for your backup uh, offensive line so they can get out there. There are guys who played um, in this Arkansas game. Listen, I didn't think we were going to get into backup hours versus Arkansas, but we were able to do that. You saw guys like EJ Harris and uh, Steve, excuse me, Tyler Johnson able to get out there and get some reps on the offensive line. Uh, Jaleel Irvin, though he's been a guy that's been at Auburn for a while, get some reps on on the offensive line. You got to see Michael Riley get some reps out there at tight end. Um, you got to see Tyler Scott out there on the defense. Um, Colton Hood, right? Like we can rattle off names. You got to see both of the backup quarterbacks in this last game. So you want to be able to get all of these guys game reps uh, so that they can, you know, they're, they're going to have a red shirt. They haven't played enough this season, but this is one of those games where you want to allow them to get a fourth game without burning their red shirt. So hopefully you play dominant enough to be able to do that. And I think you need to bring your A game out the gate so that you get as many of those reps through the second half as you can for those guys. So looking forward to seeing them go out there and be dominant this Saturday and not just sleepwalk through a game just to get a victory and move on to the next one. Let's continue to build that confidence. Super chat here by our guy, Jazzy Joe, who says, uh, say Thorne wins out with him being a huge part of it. If he comes back, do we go after a big name starter or a backup? I'm not sure uh, what the focus for this staff is going to be. I still think uh, that though Peyton Thorne has played well, this staff is going to always be looking to see. And this is something that, you know, we've been pretty uh, consistent in saying that they're always going to look to see if there are there is an opportunity to upgrade at whatever the position is. And even with good games down the stretch, Peyton Thorne is a quarterback who's left enough uh, wonder in your mind whether or not he can do it for a 12-game stretch throughout a season. So they may be looking to upgrade at that position. I'm not sure right now. Uh, I think that question will be answered post uh Iron Bowl and Bowl game more definitively and then looking to see what options exist out there because there may not be a quarterback that fits what you want to do that's even going to be available. So a lot of questions left unanswered in that regard, uh, but we will definitely start to speculate more on that as the season ends about who we expect to come back in the transfer portal and what could be looming out there for Auburn as well as who we may be looking to upgrade and bring in as we see who enters the transfer portal from other teams. So looking forward to that lively offseason discussion because it will be lively. Uh, let's see. Miller House jumps back in and says, I hope they can stay focused and not play down to the competition versus New Mexico State. I absolutely agree with that 100 percent, Miller. Hopefully they can do that. Uh, Walker Show says, Freeze loves competition. Uh, I mean, listen, I think that is debatable whether or not he loves competition. I don't know that there were a lot of spots where there was a true competition happening out there, um, but 
I think that Coach Freeze loves to upgrade whenever he gets the chance to. That's what I believe that Coach Freeze loves to do. So I think that he will always be looking for an opportunity to say, this fits better for where we want to go, so let's go in that direction. And I think that every spot along the offense is up for that type of discussion, considering what we will have coming back and what we may have as an exodus out the door. We're going to need to be able to keep our options open uh, for whatever is out there to be able to get Auburn to a place where they're competing for championships on a consistent basis. All right. Um, That's it, man. I think that's all that we got out there. I appreciate you guys dropping in with me this morning. Before you get out of here, make sure you give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, share it with somebody that you love, share it with somebody that you hate. We'll be back at you tomorrow morning with some more drops until the next time. And as always, for Eagles.